0: Welcome to The Back Channel, your trusted source of insights into venture capital, fundraising, and startups. channeled from Jason Ye, that's me, to you. Hey guys, welcome to The Back Channel. Today I want to talk about the idea of support, getting support, and needing support when it comes to fundraising. The idea of it takes a village is a pretty common cliche, but as I've said in the past, Cliches are cliches for a reason. They only become cliches because they're grounded in some sort of truth. And this is another one that I think certainly is grounded in truth, especially as it comes to fundraising. It is a little bit too easy for people who are on the outside to look at founders who quickly fundraise and just be like, oh, they just, they had all the opportunities. They had all the ability. They're better than me. They got it done on their own. Maybe I should be able to get it done on my own. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. I think some of the best fundraisers that you see out there, the headlines that blow you away, that type of fundraise has maybe the most support around the table. So you should clear your head around what it means to ask for support and whether or not you think that you're a company, a founder, a fundraise that needs support. Turns out every founder needs support. Every fundraiser needs support. So I want to describe three main categories of support that I think are very important for founders to get when it comes to fundraising. So if you haven't already started reaching out to your network of supporters, people that wanna see you win, here are three reasons that you should start today. The first one is around getting feedback and having people give you notes on your materials. And when I say materials, that's everything from your deck, to your live pitch, to your data room. These are really important because as I always say and tell founders, founders are too close to to their business to be able to objectively analyze and critique the materials that they've put together. The deck seems simple. It makes sense to you because you know all the nuanced details. When somebody from the outside looks at that deck though, they'll see all the problems. They'll tell you what's complicated. They'll tell you what's confusing. They'll tell you what you need to explain more of. So Without that outside support and feedback, you're going to come away at creating terrible materials. Same thing with your pitch. You may not know what you sound like live. Somebody as a third party will be able to give you much better feedback around your pitch before you start running that with VCs in high stakes opportunities. And then data rooms. Data rooms are a great place to get feedback. A person from the outside will be able to say, look, I I wish I could see this. If I had the data around that, it would make this part of the story more compelling. I have questions around A, B, and C, and X, Y, and Z. Can you create any materials around that? Because that's what I would be looking for if I were trying to diligence your company. Okay, so I've actually struggled with focus my entire life, which might be surprising to some people because I got good grades, went to good schools, got good jobs, but really I was able to get that far in spite of myself. It's been a struggle all my life and that struggle really came to a head once I became an entrepreneur. At that point, there was too much going on. I couldn't overpower my lack of focus. So I tried a bunch of things, planning apps, coaching, but nothing really made a dent. And then I started hearing about this special productivity drink, Magic Mind, and was super skeptical. Honestly, it wasn't until a friend gifted me some that I became a believer. When you take a little bit of this stuff, it's hard to describe, but there's like this feeling of focus that just washes over you, where all the things that normally distract you no longer do. And honestly, it's been a game changer for me. So I'm really excited because Magic Mind is sponsoring this podcast and offering up to 50% off your subscription if you sign up within 10 days of this airing. All you have to do is go to magicmind.co slash funded or use funded as your promo code when you're checking out. Hope you guys try it out and that you like it as much as I do. So feedback on content, support around that is my number one use of outside support when it comes to fundraising. The second one, it might be obvious, but it's around introductions, intros to investors that you're trying to target. In my content, I am always talking about warm introductions and how important they are to a great fundraise. I will say, yes, cold can be part of a fundraise, but there's no way it can be more than 5 to 10% of a successful fundraise. So everyone is going to need support by asking for introductions. And what I want to tell people is that even the most connected founders, people that maybe perhaps used to be a VC, maybe perhaps were connected to every single investor that they needed to talk to either directly or a half step away. Yes, I'm referencing myself. That's what I had when it came to my last fundraise. But even someone like me, even with someone with the most intense network, can benefit from introductions. If you get introduced to someone you already know, if someone says, hey, have you seen what Jason's doing with his company? I think he's doing a fundraise pretty soon. If you don't know him, I'd be happy to connect you. And if this person said, oh, I actually do know Jason, but that introduction would be great, or I can reach out directly, that still accomplished a really valuable goal, which is to add sort of shared credibility into what you're doing. Someone else that they know, that they respect, that they believe in, said something lightly positive about you. And that introduction, even though you could have gone directly. Is super valuable so for everyone out there you're going to need to find support in order to get introductions during your fundraise and the last thing that i'll say which might feel a little bit touchy-feely and other people will definitely overlook is just the support you need from someone who can be a shoulder to lean on emotional support someone to just let you vent fundraising may be one of the more challenging times in a founder's journey It means a lot of brain damage style, crappy work. It means a lot of rejection, a lot of criticism around something that the founder really cares about. And so for months, they are going to be going through a difficult time. And a lot of founders don't look for the sort of support or emotional help that they need from their network. So if you can be that person for a founder, that's great. And if you were a founder... Make sure you look out for those people. They could be your partner. They could be family members. They could be friends. They're people that you'll spend time with outside of the grind of the fundraise. So definitely look for support. Definitely look for emotional support. It could make the difference between burning out during a fundraise and pushing through to the finish line. There are many other ways that you'll be asking for support and all founders need support in a fundraise, but these are three of my favorites. Please try them out. Go ask for support and we'll see you next time on the back channel.